MJ, thank you so much for joining us with your fancy background and your fancy little setup uh, for, <laughs> for exquisite conversations. Um, for the people who don't know who you are, because you are a person of very many talents, um, very talented person, uh, tell us who you are. You know, we clearly see your logo. What is K-Swag Visual Media? Well, tell us about it. Well, Kim, K-Swag Visual Media is, is a love of mine. You know, it just started with photography. Um, I, I always love the fact of how we were able to steal a moment in time by, and capture it with the photo. Um, but fortunately, when I went to school, they put me in the wrong program, and I became interested in videography. So K-Swag Visual Media is a combination of that. Um, it's still growing. Um, plenty of things that I plan on doing with it. Um, some things I can't speak about just yet, you know, but our next venture is to actually find a building that we will actually be having a studio in, um, you know, and it's just to make people's visions come true, bring it to a reality and have fun doing it. Yes, we can definitely tell that you are having a blast. <laughs> so, you know, we live in a very digital age now, as I'm pretty sure you already know, and you you already, I'm seeing all of your technology all over the place. So you're always talking about rebuilding something or breaking something and doing it over again. So how, do, how does Quick K-Swag Visual Media and how do you as a professional, as someone who is well-versed on the photography side and the videography side, how do you keep up with the constant changes of the industry? Like, you know, cause every day I'm sure there's a new technique or there's a new uh, photography uh, method or there's a new uh, videography technique or something that there is to learn. So talk about that. I don't really try to keep up anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's good to, to be able to keep up. But in my opinion, if you can do whatever it is that you need to do with what you have, when the time comes for you to step up, the only thing it does is it just increases your quality. You know, um, to me, the only thing, like the only thing I've really tried to keep up with is just to keep computers. Um, like I said, I just built this one that we're using now. I love it. I'm not done with it. You know, you know, it is a gaming computer, which runs price-wise about the same thing that you would spend for a Mac, but faster processor, more memory, more RAM, which is great for video production when you got to render out something. And I mean, it just moves so much faster. You know, it doesn't take five minutes to reset it takes less than a minute and I'm right back on it. Okay. Well, awesome. And you know, I know that you do so much when it comes to the visual media side of things. And I know you said when you got into school, you know, they put you in the videography uh, program by accident. I don't know how something like that happens, but, so, <laughs> but we're going to blame it on the school. <laughs> 
so how so what's your what's your preference what do you like to do more than the other you know because i know you have like a treasure trove of photos and photography work that you've done and you've been doing photography for a very long time you know so what what are what do you prefer more is it the videography more tech savvy side or do you just love like being able to get out there with your camera and just snap some good old pictures i, I love photography every aspect of it, including the editing. I mean, some people are like, well, I love to shoot, but I hate to edit it. I'm like, you Me. get to <laughs> creation and make it better. You know, videography is nice. You know, I've shot a skit, you know, shout out to Bianchi for allowing me to do that. Um, and it, it is great. I mean, I, I still enjoyed it. I, you know, I enjoy interacting with people but photography is just, to me, a whole nother high. You know, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what's going on, to know that I can just go out with one of my cameras and shoot just takes everything, you know, takes everything away. All the pressures of the world and the stress. It's like, hey, let's just have some fun with it. Okay. So, you know, you mentioned Beyond, uh, did I say it right? Beyonce, their yeah, name? Yeah. Okay, because <laughs> every time I see it, I want to pronounce it a different way, but then it's like, I hear people say it and I'm like, okay, I was going to say it wrong. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, you work with so many different brands and, you know, I know we were just talking about how you are, you know, you're doing acting, modeling, all these other things, and you work with so many different uh, other local brands and regional brands in different capacities. You know, what is, you know, for someone like you that is so well-versed and talented, how do you decide, like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is, this is who I'm going to work with. How do you kind of, like, filter through that? Because I know you probably get questions, inquiries, people that want to work with you all the time, you know, how do you decide like, okay, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for this person. So yeah. <laughs> just whatever fits on my schedule, you know, first come first serve basis. I'm not going to turn one person down over another just because of who they are or anything I may have heard. It's like, Hey, everybody has downfalls. We all have pros. We all have cons. So it's like, hey, you got to work with people and actually, you know, get to know them before you can distinguish whether that's somebody you can rock with and build with versus taking somebody else's word or never even giving that person a chance. And I mean, there's, there's people who I've worked with in the past and, you know, I just haven't had the opportunity to get back with them with everything that's been going on with COVID and, you know, personal work and everything. Um, but I mean, in my opinion, there's too many millionaires in our area in Charleston that they don't even realize they're millionaires only because they're doing everything by themselves. Charleston needs to grow together and learn how to, you know, compromise. With this, like that's just like with as many photographers and videographers that are in the state, Charleston could be number one in the world if they just came together and just grow and take over. I definitely agree with you on that, and especially having 
had my business as long as I've had it is definitely one of those things like, Lord, when y'all people going to get it together? <laughs> like, when are we just going to understand that we we do better when we help each other and when we can lean on each other versus trying to go against each other. I think that's why there's always such a, a popularity contest in Charleston so much, but I like and I appreciate the fact that you try to be so far away from that, but you know, still a part of the competition, but so far away from the popularity aspect of it when it comes to trying to compete for likes and all this other stuff. You just create what it is that you feel is you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I definitely can appreciate that when I see it. So you did mention COVID. I've been asking everybody this question just because I like to see how, how we're all surviving. But how has, you know, this has been totally new territory for us all, you know, and I can see, you know, with your live videos and, you know, just who you are as a person, like you're constantly looking for ways to grow, looking for ways to challenge yourself. So how has, how has COVID been for you? How have you been surviving? How have you been, you know, staying active as a business and staying in front of people? Well, funny thing about it to me. I think COVID has actually been a blessing to me. You know, I've done <laughs> some, it, it is funny. You know? <laughs> I mean, they, they, the government kicked out extra money, you know, even when it came to unemployment. Yeah, I lost my job that I've had for what, four years, but that allowed me to benefit from the extra money that the government sent out. You know, that allowed me to be able to refinance my home, pay off, a lot of debt, you know, and to me, that's the, that's one of the biggest things in, in America that, you know, not to make it a race thing, but as black people, we, we mess up at is because we allow our debt to drown us. No matter what we do, as long as we got that debt, it, it, it just overtakes every, it overshadows us. So to me, COVID has been good. You know, it's given me time to clear my mind and clear clutter and focus, you know, go through equipment that I no longer use or no longer need, um, work on some music and just get, you know, just get things out, a little bit of poetry. So COVID to Something me- Something else you're doing. <laughs> I mean, I was supposed to already have done my poetry, you know, I told my sisters, Georgia and Sarah, last year, I, said, I'm, I promise I'm going to get on this stage in 2020 and I'm going to do a poem. Well, 2020 is almost over and, you know, I haven't got it out there yet, but I'm going to need to because I am a man of my word. So I'm going to have to get with them sometime in this month of December <laughs> and get up on stage and perform whichever piece I decide to perform. Okay. Well, I, I, again, you just continue to just amaze me because I didn't know about the poetry thing. <laughs> and I, and speaking of poetry, I know you also, we, you are getting into the acting side of thing. Uh, you know, you mentioned modeling. 
where did where did where is all the stuff coming from like has this all just been in the cut just waiting like hold on let me get my visual media stuff straight and then i'm gonna come for the rest of y'all so but and then i know acting seemed to be kind of like the first thing that i saw you kind of doing so how did that how did those opportunities even come to you well i mean acting just it really just came on a whim i looked on facebook uh, Felicia Rivers with Geechee One was like, I need I need an extra. I'm like, hey, I'll come. And I ain't got to say nothing. I can just stand there and be mad. And I stuck around for the next for the shooting of the next film. And somebody didn't show up. And I got a part that I had to speak on. And people, people told me they enjoyed it. And ever since then, I just kept running with it. Um, I mean, I just really look at every aspect that might fall underneath the visual media, the, from the from the modeling, which I'm I'm, I'm still kind of weighing the options on that. You know, I might do it just a little bit, but nothing major. <laughs> but you know, acting and it's all networking. I never know who I'm gonna meet on set, how we can continue and try to bring back the barter system where everything is not always about money. You know, um, you know, as you know, I, I even lowered the prices for them, for our shoots, for our models with that. Um, but just trying to actually build. I don't want to be that one guy who had a business and it was only him that who was known for it. I want to build an empire of my brothers and sisters and when I say brothers and sisters, I mean all different races just flourishing and making America great again. <laughs> <laughs> See, now we can take that term back and we can make it, we can actually make it something positive now, you know. <laughs> For once. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because it's not a bad term. It's just like the person that started it is what made it so negative and he turned it him and his followers you know turned it into something ugly but i feel like now we'll say after we'll say after inauguration after inauguration then we can take it back and do our own thing with it you know <laughs> should start now with it you know we ain't gotta wait for inauguration you know if we want to make america great it starts it starts now and it starts with us one person at a time one step at a time you know building each other up sharing each other's stuff telling the world hey this person's doing that this person's doing that and realizing that it's not a competition you know for the most part most of us are small business owners we're not a corporation so mm -hmm. it's really not competition unless that's what you make it when it really should be partnership. It's very, very true. Well, that be the term for twenty twenty one partnership. Yes, I, I like that. I've been I've been having so many similar conversations. It's just that just kind of like paired up with everything else I had already been thinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just added stuff into my brain. Um, so, what I was gonna ask you, you know, as a of course, as a male entrepreneur, you know, there aren't really 
and maybe I'm wrong, you know, there aren't, I, I see so many, I see more female entrepreneurs that are out here killing it, they're on it, blah, 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 blah you know, but it's nice to be able to see a, a male entrepreneur that is keeping up with the women. <laughs> and that's not an insult to men, it's just, I, I think, I think men go about business and, you know, small business and things like that in different ways than women do. You know, and I'm pretty sure you worked with because you called a, a couple of different names of, you know, women, powerful and influential women in Charleston that have their own brands, have their own businesses. You know, as a man, how does it feel to be able to work amongst such like powerful women in a sense, like women that are like, you know, they ain't depending on nobody. They out here doing it. You know, I think about people like Felicia and, you know, uh, Sarah and Georgia. They are like killing it. They're on it. They're like going going with the flow doing what it is that they have to do to pursue you know their dreams just like how you are you know so how does it feel to be able to work amongst like you know people like that i love it i mean i was raised by a single mother so to see strong black independent women not letting society tell them what they can't do is just more motivation for me and to be able to work beside these women is just more of a push to say hey you know i can't sit around just because COVID's happening you know it's always it's always something that can be done to benefit your business you know that's just like sarah is not she is a she's a designer <laughs> she says i am not a model but even Sarah though she could be one. Shout out to Sarah. That I get, she knows I am trying to make her the model every single <laughs> time. Um, got, it's just too many powerful women in our area, in the world. I mean, lately I've been talking with other owners that are in Texas and Tennessee, Georgia, uh, just all over because sometimes you, you can't find somebody to match your drive locally and you, unfortunately you have to go outside of your your comfort zone so i mean i've seen people do it all the way to clothing lines you know shout out to my boy jay gatsby with his you know it's like i've surrounded myself with people who have the drive to say this is what i want and there's nothing on god's green earth that can stop me except for me and and they, and they and they're going for it and 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 i applaud all of them i applaud everybody who's made it through COVID. however they've made it i, I judge not don't judge me <laughs> <laughs> yes shout out to all those businesses that are doing the best that they can right now we see you we appreciate you and we applaud you because it's definitely new territory we're all in and you know i i can definitely attest to it as well and coming across so many other small businesses that ask me for advice i'm like child i don't know <laughs> so just to kind of wrap things up 
what is a piece of advice, you know, as a male entrepreneur, as someone who has as much experience and you've worked with such a diverse crowd of people doing so many different things, wearing so many different hats. What's one of the biggest lessons that you think you've learned? Um, and what's a big piece of advice you would give to someone that's trying to, I'll say, reach your level of comfort to where they're just like, I'm gonna do me and Damn it, that's what the hell I'm gonna do. <laughs> the, I guess the advice that I would probably give is never stop learning. You know, it's always something more you can learn about your craft, no matter how good you think you are. You know, and don't beat yourself up. You know, they say you are always gonna be your worst critic. Accept that. People are going to love your work, even though in your heart and your mind, you feel that you could have done a hundred times better, you know, and, and that goes hand in hand with learning. You know, there's thousands and probably millions and trillions of videos on YouTube teaching any and everything people want to learn. You know, if you want to learn something, go for it. You know, I, I got equipment that... I said I was going to try and do something with that I have yet to do anything with, including um, heat presses and hundreds of dollars worth of vinyl. And it's like, I'm sure you'll find a way to make it into something else, like a new invention or something. <laughs> it has actually gone to another business, um, which, you know, they're going to be doing, they're starting right now with the with custom glasses and everything, you know, shout okay. out to creations you know, and it's gonna branch off to more you know, it's, it's too many business owners out there that, that I support and rock with that I can't name them all you know I got a brother who's now starting a whole nother production as far as shirts and socks and everything else you know I won't put his business out there and I do it <laughs> But when you know it's something to look for, and that's something that I will be supporting. And you know, I'm thinking about adding that to to my page for those of those um, other businesses that I support, so they can always always know that they're being loved and supported back. So okay, well, awesome. Well, MJ, I definitely appreciate your time, your wisdom, and just your expertise and, you know, everything that you're doing. Um, again, I applaud individuals like yourself that are always looking for ways to be able to challenge themselves, to be able to raise the bar. Um, I think the low country and I think, you know, just Black entrepreneurship in general needs that when it comes to just always be having that reminder of you can always be doing something. You don't just have to be doing what you're doing, but you can always be doing something. So tell the people how they can book you, how they can find you, how they can buy your stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. You can find us on Facebook, K-Swag Visual Media. You can find us at our website at kswagvisualmedia.com. Find us on Instagram as KSwag Inc. Inc. Uh, Snapchat as well KSwag Inc. Inc. That's S W A G G I N C. You can email us at Swag Inc. eighty six at gmail dot com, or you can reach us by phone at eight four three. Five three four seven nine five one. 
Well, and the box, but ain't nobody really writing no letters. Yeah, right ain't now. nobody writing no letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, MJ, I definitely appreciate your time. Um, this has been another awesome episode of Exquisite Conversations. Go and book MJ and give him all your money. <laughs>